friends, welcome back. It's Destiny. Today we're going to read another Junie B. Jones book. We're reading Junie B. Jones Smells Something Fishy by Barbara Park. Chapter One, Pet Day. My name is Junie B. Jones. The B stands for Beatrice. Sep, I don't like Beatrice. I just like B, and that's all. And guess what else? B rhymes with P, and P stands for pet. And pet reminds me of what happened at my school today. First, I was sitting at my table doing my work. Then all of a sudden, my teacher stood up and she clapped her loud hands together. Her name is Mrs. She has another name too, but... I just like Mrs. and that's all. Boys and girls, may I have your attention, please, she said. I've got some very exciting news. Next week is National Pet Week. And to help celebrate our wonderful pets, Room 9 is going to have Pet Day. I springed up out of my chair real thrilled. Hooray, people! Hooray, hooray, we're gonna have pet day, I shouted. My feet skipped all around the room because they wanted to spread the news, that's why. Pet day, we're gonna have pet day, Charlotte, I hollered. Pet day, we're gonna have pet day, Jamal. Pet day, we're gonna have pet day, you meanie Jim I hate. Just then, Mrs. grabbed me by my spenders. Spenders is the grown-up word for the straps that hold up your pants. I looked around very worried. Yeah, only here's the problem, I said. If you pull off the spenders, boom, the pants fall down. Mrs. did a frown at me. Sit down right now, she said, real scary. I did a gulp. Will do, I said. Then I hurried up back to my seat, and Mrs. went to the front of the room again. She told us about all the rules for pet day. She said that pet day will be next Monday, and if you have a cat or a dog, you can bring in his picture, and Mrs. will hang it on the bulletin board. But please, boys and girls, no cats or dogs at school, okay? She said, the only animals that you can bring to school are pets in cages. I springed up again. Phew, that was a close one, I said, because I have a dog named Tickle, and at first I thought that I could only bring in his picture, but now I will just bring him in a dog cage. Mrs. shook her head. No, Jenny B., I'm afraid that you didn't understand. No dogs or cats will be allowed at school at all. Not even if you bring them in in cages. I'm going to decorate a special bulletin board for all the dog and cat's pictures. I hanged my head real disappointed. Shoot, I said. Because a dog picture isn't even fun, that's why. Just then, my bestest friend named Grace waved her hand up in the air. Can I bring my goldfish stick slickly? That she asked. Is a fishbowl the same as a cage? Mrs. smiled. Yes, Grace, a goldfish will be just fine. After that, my other bestest friend named Lucille raised her hand too. 
teacher, guess guess what I'm going to bring? Well, I'm going to bring a picture of my new pony. And I'm also going to wear my expensive new riding outfit. That way, everyone will see how cute I look when I ride. Mrs. stared at, at Lucille for a long time. What a treat that will be, she finally said. Lucille poked her fing- poked at me with her finger. I can't wait for pet day. Can you, Junie B? Just wait till you see how cute I look in my riding boots, she said. But I didn't say anything back. She poked me again. Pet day is going to be fun, don't you think? Huh, Junie B? Don't you think pet day will be fun? Don't you, don't you? Just then I leaned real close to her face. Do not poke me one more time, and I mean it, I grouched. What is so fun about bringing a dog picture? Huh, Lucille? What is so fun about that? Huh, huh, huh? After that, I put my head down on the table, and I covered it up with my arms, and I didn't come out until the end of school. Chapter 2. The Secret About Twitter Me and that Grace rode rode the bus home together. I did not speak to that girl, because she kept being kept on being happy about Slicky, and so what kind of crummy attitude is that? I walked into my house real glum. Grandma Helen Miller was babysitting my baby brother named Ollie. "Uh Uh-oh, looks like someone had a bad day at school, she said. I raised my hand very weakish. Me, Grandma. It was me. I am the one who had a bad day. After that, I gave her a paper from my teacher. It was the rules about pet day. Grandma Miller put Ollie in his swing. Then me and her sat on the couch, and I waited while she read the paper. Oh, dear, she said. You can't take tickle, can you? I shook my head real gloomy. Not even in a cage, I said. I did a sad sigh. Where's the justice here, Helen, I asked. Grandma smiled very understanding. Then she gave me a big hug, and she said, don't call her Helen. I don't know what to tell you, sweetie, she said. Unless you get another pet before pet day, I guess you're just going to have to accept this. My eyes started to cry a teeny bit. But mother and daddy won't buy me another pet, Grandma, because I already asked for a bunny and a goat and a bat and a rat, but they kept on saying no, 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 no. Grandma read the rules again. Wait a second here, she said. Why didn't I see this before? It says you can bring a bird. I shrugged my shoulders. Yeah, so? So you can take my canary, she said. I'll let you take Twitter. I looked and looked at that woman, and then I patted her hand very nice, and I whispered a secret into her ear. Yeah, only, uh, here's the problem. I hate that dumb bird, I said. Grandma Miller looked surprised. You hate him? You hate Twitter, she asked. I showed her my finger. He pecked me, Grandma. He pecked my finger. Remember that? And I didn't even do anything to that guy. Grandma Miller made squinty eyes at me. You put a potato on his head, she said. I would have pecked at you, too. I smiled kind of nervous. It was a hat, I said, real soft. But after that, Grandma Miller sat there kind of stiffish. And we didn't talk for lots of minutes. Finally, I tapped on her. Do you have any other pets at your house, I asked. Any pets I'm not aware of? 
Grandma Miller laughed a little bit. Not unless we catch that crazy old raccoon that keeps breaking into our garbage can every night, she said. Then she laughed some more. And guess what? I laughed too. Cause that woman is a genius, I tell you. <laughs> Chapter 3. The Boss On Saturday, I got out of bed very thrilled. Then I run to the garage, and I grabbed my daddy's fishing net, and I zoomed right into the kitchen. Mother was eating cereal. Mother, mother, guess what? Guess why I have this fishing net? Guess, 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 mother. I couldn't wait for her to guess. Cause today's the day. I'm going to catch that crazy old raccoon, I shouted. Mother closed her eyes. No, Junie B, no. We already talked about this, remember? We discussed the raccoon at dinner last night. I smiled very happy. I already know that. I already know we discussed the raccoon. Mother looked confused. But Daddy and I said no, Junie B, she said. We said you could not catch a raccoon. Raccoons have sharp claws and teeth, remember? Yes, of course I remember. That's how come I got this net, Mother. See how long the handle is? Now I will be safe from him. Mother spelled the word no. N-O. No, she said. I stamped my foot. Y-E-S. Yes, I said back. I have to, Mother. I have to catch a raccoon for pet day. Grandma Miller even said I could. And she is the boss of you. Just then, a miracle happened. And it is called My Grandma Helen Miller walked right in my back door. Mother looked up. Oh, look, it's the boss of me, she said, kind of grouchy. I run at my grandma, very happy. Grandma Miller, Grandma Miller, I'm so glad to see you, cause mother said I can't catch a raccoon, and so now you have to make her. I stood back to give her room. Okay, go, I said. Then I waited and waited, but grandma didn't do anything. Okay, go, I said louder. Only just then I saw something that made me even happier. And it's called My Grandma Was Wearing Her Fishing Hat. My eyes popped out at that thing. Grandma, hey, Grandma, you're wearing your fishing hat. And so that must mean you're going to the lake today. I quick ran to the front door. Is Grandpa Miller going to take you to the lake with is Grandma, Grandpa Miller going to the lake with you? Is he out there in the truck? I looked outside. Hey, he is, Grandma. He is out there in the truck. I opened the door. Grandpa Miller. Hey, Grandpa Frank Miller. Good news. I can come to the lake with you, I believe, because there's lots of raccoons to catch up there. Probably even more than at your house, probably. I zoomed back to the kitchen. Hey, Grandma. Hold my raccoon net. I will put on my clothes and be back in a jiffy. Jiffy is the nickname for Speedy Quick. Grandma Miller grabbed me by my PJs. No, honey. Wait, she said. I'm afraid that you can't come with us today. We're meeting some friends and we're already late. We just stopped by to borrow your daddy's ice chest. Just then, I felt very crumbling inside. Yeah, only I have to come, Grandma. I just have to, I said, or else how will I catch a raccoon today? Grandma Miller bended down next to me. Yes, well, you see, that's another thing, sweetie, she said, about the raccoon. 
I was just kidding when I said that, Junie B. I never dreamed that you would take me seriously. Just then, my nose started to sniffle. Yeah, well, you dreamed wrong, Helen, I said. Grandma Miller hugged me real tight. Oh, come on now, don't cry, she said. There's lots of other animals you can catch for pet day. Animals that are much nicer than raccoons. I shook my head real fast. No, there are not either, Grandma Miller. You're just saying that to trick me, I said. Just then I stood there. And I stood there for a real long time, cause what if she wasn't tricking? What if there really was lots of other animals? Finally, I did a big breath. Okay, tell me the other animals, but this better be good. Grandma Miller did a smile. Wait right there, she said. Then she ran out to her truck and back again. She was hiding something behind her back. Junie B, I've got someone who would love to meet you, she said. Close your eyes and I'll put him in your hand. My tummy got butterflies in it. What is it, Grandma? Will it tickle me? Will I like it? It won't bite me, will it? Grandma Miller, huh? It won't, right? Then I closed my eyes real tight, and my grandma opened my, up my fingers, and she put the surprise right in my hand. Chapter 4. Ooey Gooey. Ew! Yuck! It's a worm! It's a worm! Get it off of me, Grandma! Get it off right now, I yelled. Grandma Miller quick took back that worm. For heaven's sake, Junie B. What in the world is wrong with you? It's just a teeny baby earthworm. Look how teeny he is. This little fellow would make a wonderful pet. I did a huffy breath at her. Yeah, only worms cannot be pets. Grandma, cause pets have fur and so you can pet them and worms just have ooey gooey skin. Grandma Miller looked surprised at me. Don't be silly, she said. Not all pets have fur. My bird Twitter does not have fur, and he's a pet. And goldfish don't have fur, and hermit crabs don't have fur, and lizards don't have fur, and I covered my ears up with my hands. Okay, okay, enough with the fur, I said. But worms don't have eyes or ears either, and they don't have legs or tails or feet or necks, and they don't chirp or bark or cluck or meow, and so what kind of stupid pet do you call that? Grandma Miller thought and thought. Then she smiled real big. I'd call that the kind of pet that won't wake up the neighbors or sniff the company or scratch himself silly, she said back. After that, she stood up and she gave that baby earthworm to mother. I'll leave this little guy with your mother for now, she said. You can think it over and see if you want to keep him. I'll check back with you later. Then she kissed me on my head, and she grabbed the ice chest and hurried out the door. Mother looked at the baby worm in her hand. My goodness, you are a little one, aren't you, she said. She got an empty mayonnaise jar out of the cabinet. Then she poked holes in the lid for air, and she put the baby worm inside. Mother looked at him in there. You don't even know where you are, do you, little fella, she said. I bet it's kind of scary in there all by yourself. I turned my back on her cause I knew what she was up to, that's why. You can't make me like him, Mother, I said. Nobody can make me like him. Of course not, said Mother. But just because you don't like him doesn't mean I can't like him. She talked to the worm some more. 
Hmm. Maybe you'd be happier if you had some dirt to crawl in, she said. Let's go outside and see what we can do. After that, Mother put on her jacket, and she went outside, and she digged in the dirt from her garden. She came inside and showed me the jar. It looked kind of cute in there. There was a rock and a stick and a dandelion and some clovers. And I peeked at the baby worm. He peeked back, I think. Yeah, only I still don't like him, I said, but kind of softer. I rocked back and forth on my feet. And anyway, even if I did like him, I don't even know what worms eat. And so what would I even feed that guy? Mother ruffled my hair. Are you kidding? That's the best part about worms, she said. They get all of their food right from the soil. You don't have to feed them anything at all. Just then, my baby brother started to cry. Uh Uh-oh, baby's crying, she said. Here, take this. Then she quick handed me the drawer, and she ran right out of the room. Chapter 5. Catching Friends I watched the little worm very carefully. He wiggled himself down into the dirt, and I tapped on the glass. Yeah, only here's the problem. Now I can't see you anymore, and so what fun is that, I asked. I took the lid off, and I put my lips into the jar. Come out, come out, wherever you are, I said real loud. Then I waited very patient, but that worm did not come out. Hey, in there, don't even know I'm talking to you? Then all of a sudden, my brain thought of something very important. Of course he didn't know I was talking to him. How could he even know I was talking to him? He didn't have a name. I quick closed my eyes real tight, and I tried to think of a worm name. Pretty soon, my eyes springed wide open. Noodle, I said real thrilled. I will name you Noodle, cause noodles and worms are twins, practically. I yelled into the jar again, Here, Noodle! Here, Noodley! Little Noodle! Just then, Mother peeked her head into the kitchen door. What's all the shouting about in here, she asked. Who's Noodle? I pointed to my dirt jar. Noodle is my worm, I said, only he crawled way down into the dirt, and now he won't come out, not even when I call his name. Mother looked in the jar. Hmm. Maybe he's taking a nap, she said. Or maybe he's just exploring his new home. I tapped on my chin. Maybe, I said. Or maybe he might be looking for some friends to play with. Just then I did a gasp. (gasps) Mother, mother, I bet that's it. I bet little Noodle is lonely in there. I bet he's looking for friends. I zoomed to the closet speedy fast and I put on my sweater. Hold on, little noodle, hold on, hold on, cause I can help you with this problem, I think. After that, I grabbed Noodle's jar, and me and him zoomed outside to the garden again. Friends do not come easy. First, I tried to catch a butterfly, but it quick flied away. Then I tried to catch a grasshopper, but it wouldn't stand still. Also, I tried to catch a cricket and a gnat and a lizard, but those guys would not cooperate either. Finally, I sat down in the grass real glum. I am a flop at this job, I said. Only then I saw something very wonderful, and it's called Three Ants Were Walking in the Grass, and they were carrying a cheese puff on their heads. My heart got very thumping. Noodle! Hey, Noodle! I found friends, and they've brought a delicious cheese snack. 
After that, I picked up the ants and the cheese puff, and I dropped them right in the jar. And that's not the only good news. Because just then, a big, buzzy fly landed right on my sweater sleeve. And I swatted him with the jar lid, and he did not even die that much. I put him in the jar, too. Then I danced and danced all over my yard, because now Noodle had friends, and I had pets for pet day. And that's called Happily Ever After. Chapter 6. Sparkle. I run into the house very thrilled. Mother, mother, I found friends for Noodle. I found Buzzy the Swatted Fly. Plus, I also found three friends that were ants and a cheese puff. Mother looked at the friends. Oh, my, she said, kind of soft. I know, mother. I know. It is oh, my. Noodle will love these guys. I know he will. After that, I took a quick look at... After that, I quick took the jar to my room, and I put it on my bed, and I waited for Noodle to meet his new friends. I waited the whole entire afternoon, only Noodle never came out, and at dinner time, I walked into the kitchen very slumping. Noodle is still hiding, I said, plus the ants ate the cheese puff, and Buzzy the swatted fly bit the dust. Mother lifted me into my chair. She put stew on my plate. Yeah, only, how could I even eat stew? Cause I'm depressed, I tell you. Just then, someone opened the front door, and it was my grandma, Helen Miller. She was bringing the ice chest back, and guess what? There was a giant fish in that thing. My eyes popped out of my head. Grandma Miller! Grandma Miller! That fish is almost as big as me, I said, real thrilled. Grandma Miller looked proud of herself. It's called a largemouth bass, she said. He's a beaut, isn't he? He is, Grandma. He is a beaut. Look at how shiny his skin is. Let's name him Sparkle, want to? Huh, Grandma? Want to name him Sparkle? Grandma Miller laughed. Name him whatever you want, sweetie, she said. We've got three more in the truck, just like him. Come on, everybody, come see him. And that's how come Mother and Daddy went out to the truck. Only not me. Cause I wanted to stay with Sparkle, that's why. I waved at that guy in the ice water. Hello, Sparkle. How are you today? I'm fine. Are you fine too? I patted his head. Want to swim, Sparkle? Huh? You want to swim in the freezing water? After that, I got down on my hands and knees. And I swimmed him all around. I wish you were my fish, Sparkle. And if you were my fish, I would take you to school for show and tell. And you would be the star of the show. But just then, I got goosebumps on my skin. Cause that was the bestest idea I ever even heard of. Sparkle! Hey, Sparkle! Maybe you can come with me to pet day. Cause you are way better than my pet jar. After that, I lifted that big guy right out of the water. Only too bad for me, cause Sparkle fell on the floor. Oh dear, I said. You are a chubby one, Sparkle. And so, how will I even get you to school? That's what I would like to know. But just then, I saw Tickle's dog leash. It was hanging over the chair. I danced all around the kitchen. A leash, Sparkle? A leash is the answer to our problems. After that, I quick grabbed the leash and I put it over Sparkle's head. And I pulled him all around the floor. He slotted as easy as pie. Just then, the back door opened. 
Judy Jones, what in the world do you think you're doing? It was Mother. She was back from the truck, apparently. I think I'm sliding sparkle, I said, kind of nervous. We're practicing for pet day. Mother shook her head real fast. Oh, no. No way, Missy. You are not taking that fish to pet day, she said. Yes, Mother. Yes, way. I have to. I have to take Sparkle. I love this slippery guy. Please, Mother. Please, please. Mother did some deep breathing. Then she sat down next to me, and she made her voice not yell. Okay. I want you to listen to me very closely, she said. I know you like this fish, and I know you would like to take him to school for pet day. But pet day is for live pets, Junie B. And maybe you don't realize this, but this thing is... Honey, Sparkle is dead. I nodded my head. Not a problem, I said. Mother did a frown. Not a problem? What do you mean, not a problem? Of course it's a problem. You can't take a dead fish to school. I raised my eyebrows at her. How come? Is it in the rules, I asked. Well, no. Of course it's not in the rules, said Mother. I smiled. Good. Then I can take him, I said. After that, Mother stared at me for a real long time. Then she closed her eyes, and she put her head on the placemat. And she didn't eat her stew. Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from. Anything that you would like to tell me, I'm open to to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. Again, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon. Bye! Chapter 7. Sneaky Grandma Miller Grandma Miller stole Sparkle. She waited till I took my bath. Then she sneaked into the kitchen and she took Sparkle home with her. I run all around in a tizzy. She stole him. Grandma Miller stole Sparkle. And nobody even stopped that woman. Mother said to quiet my voice. Your grandmother did not steal Sparkle, Junie B. She caught him at the lake. That fish was hers, remember? She picked me up and carried me to bed. You're just going to have to accept this, Junie B., she said. You cannot take a dead animal to school for pet day. End of story. After that, she kissed me goodnight on my cheek. And guess what? I did not kiss back. On Monday morning, Grandpa, Grandpa Frank Miller babysitted me before school. I did not speak to that guy. Because he is married to a thief of sparkle. That's why. I ate my breakfast very silent. Grandpa Miller looked at my pet jar on the counter. Boy, oh boy, look at those ants, would you? He said. They're always on the go, aren't they? He squinted his eyes at them. What's that they're carrying around on their heads? I did a frown, and then I thought very careful because the cheese puff was already gone, and so what could they be carrying? Just then, my eyes got big and wide because I had a very bad feeling about this situation, that's why. I ran over to my jar, speedy fast. Oh no, I hollered. Oh no, oh no, it's Buzzy the Swatted Fly. I quick took off the lid. Put him down. You put him down right now, and I mean it. 
but the ants did not obey me. And that's how come I zoomed them out to the grass and I shaked them right out of my jar. Go home, ants, I hollered. You go home this very minute. The ants went home, and I brushed my hands together very proud, cause I saved Buzzy, that's why. After that, I reached into the grass and I picked up my jar. Only, something did not feel right exactly. I looked inside of it. Oh no, it was empty. All the dirt was gone, and Noodle was gone too. Noodle, I shouted. Noodle, Noodle, where are you? Where are you? Then I crawled all over the grass, and I searched and searched and searched, but I never saw Noodle again. Chapter 8 A Surprise in the Freezer I cried on my bed for a real long time. Pet day is ruined. It's ruined, it's ruined, it's ruined. Grandpa Miller looked all over the house for pictures of Tickle. He taped some on cardboard, and he brought them to my room. Look, he said. This doesn't look too bad, does it? I raised my sagging head off of the pillow. Then I looked at the pictures, and I patted him real gentle. You did your best, old man, I said very soft. Grandpa Miller rolled his eyes at the ceiling. I looked up there, too, but I didn't see anything. After that, I got out of bed. And I dressed myself for school, and I walked to the kitchen very slumping. Grandpa Miller made me a turkey sandwich. What do you want to drink, he asked. I did a sad sigh. Orange juice, please, I said. Grandpa Miller opened the refrigerator. Hmm, orange juice, orange juice. I don't see any orange juice, he said. I went over to help him look. We couldn't find any orange juice anywhere, not even in the freezer. Just then, my grandpa moved the frozen vegetables. And guess what? My heart almost stopped breathing because I couldn't believe my eyeballs, that's why. Grandpa Miller! Grandpa Miller! Do you see what I see? Do you, huh? Do you, do you? Grandpa Miller looked closer. Well, I don't see any orange juice, that's for sure, he said. I danced all around the room. No, Grandpa, not orange juice, a pet. I see a pet for pet day. See it, Grandpa? See it in there? Then I clapped my hands real joyful, and I skipped to the freezer, and I grabbed it right off the shelf. Chapter 9. My Proudest Honor Pet day in room 9 was very exciting. There were cages with furry animals and bowls with fish. Plus, also, there was a snake and a hermit crab and a rooster. That rooster is mine, said that meanie Jim I hate. He will peck your head off. If I tell him to, he will peck it right into a nub. I made a sick face, cause a nub does not sound pleasant. Just then, Lucille skipped over to me. Look, Jenny B, look at my darling riding outfit. See my darling riding hat and my darling riding pants? And look, Jenny B, here's a picture of my darling pony. And look at my darling riding boots. They're genuine rawhide cowhide. I smiled, very admiring. You are a beaut, Lucille, I said. Grace pulled on my arm. Junie B, Junie B, come see Slicky. He's my goldfish, remember? I brought him a, I bought him a brand new bowl. Come see it, come see it. Just then, my teacher clapped her loud hands together. Boys and girls, everyone needs to sit down right now. What an exciting day we're going to have in room nine today. We hurried up and sat. Mrs. pointed to the pet table in the back of the room. 
Who would like to go first, she asked. Who would like to introduce us to their pet? Me, I shouted. Me, me, me. Then I springed right out of my seat. But Mrs. Head sat down to me, and she called on Crybaby William, because that guy never springs, that's why. William went over to the pet table, and he pointed to his bullfrog named Wendell. I just got him on Saturday, he said, very shyly. Mrs. smiled. Well, he certainly is a handsome bullfrog, she said. Would you like to take Wendell out of his tank for us, William? Would you like to show the children how to hold a bullfrog? Then William's face got all whitish and sickish, and he started to sweat a real lot. And that's how come Mrs. had to put a wet towel on his head, and she said that he didn't have to hold Wendell. Charlotte went next. She showed us her bunny named Slippers. She carried him all around the room, and she let us pet his head. Slippers smelled like stinky feet. After Charlotte came Polly Allen Puffer. He showed us his parrot named Pirate Pete. Only too bad for Pirate Pete, cause he kept on saying a bad word, and he wouldn't even stop, and so Mrs. had to send Pirate Pete to the office. Mrs. was hiding behind her hands. She peeked at me between her fingers. Oh, sorry, I skipped a page. After that, lots of children showed pictures of their dogs and cats. Plus, Jamal Hall showed us his lizard named Gizzard, and a boy named Ham showed us his hamster named Elvis. Finally, I raised my hand real calm. It's nice to see you being so polite, Junie B. Would you like to go next? Mrs. asked. Did you bring a picture of your dog? I shook my head. No, I said, cause I didn't want to bring a picture, remember? I wanted to bring a real actual pet. Only too bad for me cause mother said no raccoon. And then my grandma Miller stole Sparkle. Plus I also lost my noodle. And then we couldn't find the orange juice. And that's how come... My grandpa Miller moved the frozen vegetables and boom, I saw a pet in there. So I put him in my backpack and here he is now. After that, I quick unzipped my zipper pocket and I held up my pet, pet for everyone to see. A fish stick, I said, real delighted. I named him Fish Stick because, well, he's a fish stick, of course. Room 9 stared and stared. Then all of a sudden, everyone laughed at once. You goony bird, yelled Meanie Jim. Fish sticks aren't pets. Fish sticks are dinner. I felt very shrinking inside. But fish sticks have to be pets. Right, Mrs. Right? I asked. Cause fish sticks are fish, aren't they? And fish are pets, right? Mrs. was hiding behind her hands. She peeked at me between her fingers. Um, yes, sure. Of course pets are fish, she said. And I felt a teeny bit better. So then fish sticks can be pets too, right? I said. Mrs. Hotted a little while longer. Then finally she took a big breath and she got up from her desk. Well, um, let's see. Maybe we should see what the dictionary has to say about this, she said. After that, she took out her dictionary and she looked up the word pet. She read us what it said. Pet, she said. Any tamed animal that is kept as a companion. Okay, she said. Now that we have the definition, let's see if fish stick fits the bill, she said. Then she looked at me. Junie B, is fish stick tame or is he wild? Tame, I said. 
Fishstick is very, very tame. He won't even peck your head into a nub. Okay, good, said Mrs. And would you say that Fishstick is a good companion, Junie B? Can you take him lots of places? And does he behave himself pretty well? Yes, I said. Fishstick can even go more places than my dog, probably, cause I can put Fishstick right in my backpack, and he doesn't even say a peep. Mrs. smiled real happy, and then she walked to my table, and she shaked my hand. Well then, congratulations, she said. According to the dictionary, Fishstick is definitely a pet. After that, she took Fishstick out of my hand, and she carried him to the pet table. And guess what? She put him right next to Slicky. Grace! Hey, Grace! Now our fishes can be best friends just like us, I said, real delighted. Just then I heard a croaking noise. It came from Wendell the bullfrog, I think. Then Wendell croaked even louder. And that made Slicky the goldfish jump in his water. And that made the rooster cock-a-doodle-doo. And that made Slippers thump his loud foot. And then his cage door accidentally came open and he hopped right off the table. Oh, no, yelled Room 9. Oh, no, oh, no. And then all of us chased slippers all over the place, and he hopped and he hopped until Mrs. caught him in the trash can. It was the excitingest adventure Room 9 ever had. And that's not even the best part of pet day, because at the end of school, Mrs. gave out special ribbons to all the pets. And the rooster got screechiest, and Pirate Pete got talkiest, and Slicky got bubbliest, and Slippers got most rascally rabbit, and Fishstick got most well-behaved. I did a gasp at that wonderful thing. Then I shaked and shaked Mrs. Hands. Thank you, Mrs. Thank you, thank you. Cause this is the proudest honor I've ever even imagined. Mrs. laughed. She said me and Fishstick made her day. Then she gave me a hug. And that is called a perfect ending. The end. I hope that you enjoyed the story and that you come back for more in the future. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye.